Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, pumps, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! All right, let's do it. Clint Sterner standing by. What do you say there, boss? How are you? Man, I'm good, fellas. Uh, I'm, I, that that audio ages a lot better than uh, than the video of, of some of those plays, man. So I, I appreciate it, though. Always good to hear those highlights and be on with you, fellas, man. I tell you what, I'm glad my I'm glad I didn't bet this week. Woo. Yeah. Boy, that would have been that have been tough sledding for you, boy. Yeah, I uh, I like the Niners and the Packers made them work real hard, and they certainly didn't get close to covering the. Uh, you, you were not going to ride the Ravens, I assume, being a Texans guy. And at the half, it looked like that game was going to go down to the wire. But obviously, uh, whatever Lamar said, and apparently he said he used a few choice adult words in the locker room at halftime to get him sort of wound up. But he gave credit to the Texans, too. Uh, but they were a different team in the second half. Yeah, look, man, when you when you look at, at you know, what up against it, to start with, it was an extremely steep climb, man. Um, I mean, there, there was they, they were going to have to play again a, a, a very clean and efficient game, and, and they set a they set a playoff record for the Texans organization from a penalty standpoint. So that that was whether you're looking at it as missed opportunities uh, in the first half, or you're looking at just digging a, a hole that was, was impossible to get out in the second half. That that was the number one problem. I, I think number two, you look at it and, and time to time this year. Just how much, how much speed and and twitch and explosion this really the team, but but the offense is missing, uh, and it, it was it was a major issue against that that uh, Baltimore defense, which is boy they as a group collectively as a group, man they are they are fast, violent, and uh, they are fun to watch. So so yeah, it was a I thought the Texans would stay within ten, ten and a half, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, you know, again, the two young quarterbacks, I thought, acquitted themselves nicely. There were some people sort of waiting for the other shooter drop. I know I was with Love, and it didn't happen. I mean, outside of one throw, he played extremely steady like a veteran, and we saw Stroud do that through his two games in the playoffs as well. Were you pleased overall with his performance, and you still feel good about uh, everything sort of going into next season? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, with Stroud, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it was a, a, going to end up being a positive that they ended – uh, the way that they did, because I mean, it, it you know there was some there was some maybe some false belief there that they didn't need to go get another receiver, they could just get healthy. That you know you didn't need a show stopping or a a game changing running back. Well, you do, and and so it, it may end up being a positive uh, that they that they got beat like that. But but the, as far as CJ goes, absolutely. I mean, you, you are if you're not happy with, or really to be honest with you, if you're not blown away. With what CJ was able to do as as a rookie in this league, then uh, then I don't know what you're looking at. I mean, the one thing that is for sure, the Texans have their head coach and they have their quarterback in place, and and that right there is is the biggest hurdle to get over in terms of building a a uh, you know a franchise that can live in the playoffs and and maybe one day get you a Super Bowl. 
that AFC championship game. As a former quarterback, you got to love this matchup of two great quarterbacks going at each other. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, you you look at that that uh, Kansas City Buffalo game. I mean, that is that is made for TV. That right there is is as, as beautiful as you're going to get with Josh Allen. Uh, I know we we because he can't get over the hurdle of Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. I mean, all, all we want to do is just literally hammer the guy uh, as if as if he isn't one of one of the the best the best in the game. Um, we want to pick his game apart and talk about how he's too aggressive, which there's some truth to that, but. But uh, at the end of the day, if, if he were in the NFC, man, he, he would he would live in the Super Bowl, and, and, and it would be a different story. The problem is, before he gets there, every year he runs into into, into damn Pat Mahomes. And, and, and again, I mean, I, I, I doubt Kansas City once again this year. I doubted them last year because of all the talent they lost and what appeared to be no speed, no explosion, no twitch offensively, and they go out there and get it done. And, and then, you know, I mean, that – it looked like to me, and, I, and look, I, I was putting babies to bed and doing all that job, so I didn't watch every single down. But it, it's it's almost you watch that game, and and you, you Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, they're still not clicking. It still doesn't seem to be they they seem to be frustrated at times. Uh, they seem to be struggling at times. But you look up, and and, and they're they're winning the ball game. They're not playing their best football and they're, and they're up and they're not playing their best football. And if they don't fumble a ball through the end zone, um, you know, it's a double digit lead. And, and so, um, man, it's impressive what Kansas city is able to do in terms of overcoming what they've lost and, and continuing to, to, to just to win, man, and, and win in the biggest moment. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, Clint, we talked a lot about the Cowboys when we, when you were on last week and where do they go from here? And they have been good just not good enough and at a little further down the road point here the bills are in the same boat i mean we've seen this song and dance a few years in a row now they're really good they're just not quite good enough and wes and i were talking earlier about the injury issues which you can't predict but what do you think the bills do from here to try to get over the hump at some point man you know i i don't know because i like what i just said is, is i mean how much of that do you chalk up that it's it's they keep Getting hit with that Kansas City Pat Mahomes Andy Reid buzzsaw, you know. I mean, and, and I and I know that's no excuse, but but it, as it pertains to the conversation we're having right now, like what do you do if you're Buffalo? Do you make do you make sweeping changes, um, or do do you do you keep on keeping on and and just next time you bump up against them you win because it's not like they're going out there and, and flat out not performing well. Um, they're, again, they're just they're just hitting that buzzsaw, man. Um, and and they've been they've been great in some of the games where they've they've lost in the playoffs, and so it's it, you know I don't not being in the building, Justin, I I don't know is there like how much truth is to the the rift between the the quarterback and Diggs, Josh Allen and Diggs, and Diggs and the head coach, and you know how much of a problem is Diggs, and, and you know all those kind of things. Like I, if those things in house are disruptive and distracting and if they're a, a, a constant headache to deal with then maybe they do need to make some changes but as we watch it man it's it's um it, it would be hard for me to stray too far from what you've been doing because man you're, you're literally pat mahomes and andy Reid away from being being in a couple of super bowls clinton who was the best quarterback this weekend in your opinion who played the best for what his team needed Oh wow, man! That's um, you, you had obviously some great spurts um, from from guys, but I mean, and I hadn't even looked at all the box scores yet to be completely honest with you and, and dig into it. But um, is Jared Goff the guy? 
that's, that's actually that's where I was going. Say. I was yeah. actually going that way, and I don't know that a lot of people would have picked him first. There were, I mean, look, Mayfield had a solid game. He had that pick late, but he had a solid game and a loss. You Lamar know, I mean, was very solid. He, but he didn't throw for much. Yeah. He actually was out throw out passing the game by Stroud. He ran well, yeah. uh, ran for a couple of touchdowns. But you know, I, yeah, I think overall, I thought Goff was the guy that came to mind for me when I looked through the numbers. Well, and, and when you when you look at that game too, man, and, and, and you know the Jared Goff, with the exception of Pat Mahomes, obviously, because I, I really don't think a lot of this stuff applies to Pat. Whether whether he's got a clean pocket or he's having to run for his life, I mean that guy just they just go out there and get it done. So with the exception of that, you know there was there was there was a lot of ugly offensive football this weekend. I mean you look at for his life game, Purdy struggled until late. Um, you just mentioned the two guys in, in Mayfield and in golf that, that played well. Stroud was absolutely over, not him, but the offense was absolutely overwhelmed. Lamar Jackson, you know, it, it, and the problem with Lamar when you talk about quarterback play is it, it's just so much of it is off schedule, off platform for me that, that it, it, you start kind of taking that out of the equation, engaging the actual quarterback play. And, and it was, it was average at best. I mean, he did some good things, and once they once they got into the second half, they just obliterated the seventeen ten ball game in the third quarter, and then they just leaned on them and 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 ran the football at will, and it was over. So, how really how well did Lamar play, with the exception of a couple of big scrambles? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you don't chalk this one up uh, to to uh, to Jared Goff. Um, I mean, I guess Pat's always in that conversation because it's Pat, but I, I would give it to Jared Goff. All right, very good. Talking to Clint Sterner again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai. Uh, let me ask you about Purdy, and you mentioned it. I mean, the drive at the end will shut a few people up, but he did not have a great overall game, and there were people who were doubting him in a big way, even though he threw for 4,000 yards this year. You know, And then on the other side, you got Lamar, who hasn't been deep in the playoffs yet, and admittedly, a little different team now. He's got the number one scoring defense, which helps, and he does what he does, and he's been healthy, but... Um, let me start with Purdy, and then and I want to get your thoughts on on Lamar too about shutting up critics and uh, what your thoughts are, I guess, as they head into their championship games respectively. Well, I mean, he's just got to win. I mean, because there's no, you know, there, there's games, there's games throughout a season for every quarterback where it's it's muddy, it's ugly, and then all of a sudden, boy, you 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 got one drive to win it all, and you go do it. You know, that's that's ultimately been the problem in San Francisco. While Kyle Shanahan doesn't have a Super Bowl is he didn't have a guy that could that, that could weather that storm and then play play big at the in, in the biggest moment in the biggest game and so uh, to, to me Purdy's just got to win I mean you because you you look at I mean hell like I said it was ugly with the exception of some scrambles it was ugly for three quarters real well for two quarters for damn sure for Lamar Jackson um, I mean it, it was ugly uh, for a lot of guys this weekend but for whatever reason Brock Purdy because he wasn't a first round pick and he's not six five and he doesn't have an absolute Cannon. I mean, people want to take shots at him. So, um, you know, the, the reality of it is, you just go go win it all, and and it's the only way to shut the critics up. I mean, there's no throw he's going to make, there's no run he's going to make um, that all of a sudden is is going to put him in a in a conversation with the greatest ones, right? I mean, even if he goes out and throws for 300 yards, we're still going to say, well, it's Kyle Shanahan that's that offense, boy. They're rocking and rolling. So. He's just got to go out and win the big one, and ultimately championships. Uh, you know, they trump anything, any any conversation you have, and it'll it'll be all all said and done. Yeah, we'll know more by Friday about Debo Samuel's status, but certainly I think his status and availability is going to be uh, going to change some yep. people's thinking about what's going to happen on on uh, Sunday with 
the matchup with the Lions. Before we let you go, the question of the day today is not who do you think will win, but who do you want to win? Now that your team's out, and we can say that for all of us as well, um, who do you want to see win the whole thing? What's the best story? I would like to see Detroit win it all. I, I would like to see. I'd look. I, I, I cross paths in Dallas with Dan Campbell, um, so I so I know him a, a bit, and and I'm I'm a big fan of of him personally. I'm a big fan of how he goes about leading and and uh, you know being so so unapologetic unapologetically authentic. I absolutely love that about him, and 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 there there's definitely a, a good old country boy vibe to him in a world that that. Uh, you know, it's changing as, as quickly as we possibly can, can in terms of being the head coaches in, in, in the NFL in the game at that level. And, and so I, I would just love to see, and I'd like to see Big Frank Ragnow get him one. Um, but I, I'd like to see, I think Detroit probably for me would be the, the, the best story that I would that I would get the most, uh, the most out of. I will be surprised if that is not the answer of our listeners as well. That was my pick for sure. And uh, I hope it works out. I really do. That'd be, it's a great story. Even if they can just get to the Super Bowl, which they've never done as an organization, it would be a, a great story this year. It's going to be a tall order getting over on either one of those AFC teams, but it would be a cool story to see it all come to fruition for sure. Clint, we'll talk to you Friday. We'll know a little more. We'll get your thoughts on the games, get your breakdown of the matchups, and uh, look forward to it. All right, boys. Y'all be good and go home. All right. Clint Sterner.